Hello and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Bernadette Armstrong. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 organization. Support for our playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. We strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is proud to present Adagio, an audio play starring Damon Crawl as George Hadley, Camille Emin as Melinda Dalcourt. play was written by Sabrina Rose Bevins and directed by Bernadette Armstrong. Oh, have a seat, Melinda. Just give me one minute. How can you stand it? Stand what? All this quiet. It's relaxing. It helps me think. You need help to think? It's just this case. It's not very clear. All the evidence points to my client's child. The father's protecting him? The kid died ten years ago. The crime was committed last year. Now explain that. Then the father did it. Case closed. Oh, nothing is ever that simple. Coffee? I still have some of that premium Colombian blend you and Roger bought for his excursions to my office. No. Too soon? Yes. I mean, no. Let me. It's okay, Melinda. I remember how you like it. Two sugars and a splash of milk, not cream. Just let me do it. All right, you do it. You need help thinking. And I just can't stop. At first I thought it was because the house was so quiet. I thought putting on some old records would help to drown out my thoughts. I grabbed an album from the case in the garage. I wasn't looking. I just grabbed anything. I just needed to make noise. (laughs) And as life's little painful ironies would have it, it was Sinatra's cover of that Cole Porter song, Why Can't You Behave? That was the first song we ever danced to. Why can't you behave? (laughs) Why indeed. But filling the house with the sounds of our, well, my happiest memories wasn't enough to drown out my thoughts. They competed with the noise in my head and won. I'm so sorry, Melinda. I understand. When Donna passed, it you was all You became I... George Hadley, super lawyer. Oh, I numbed myself with work, yes. I took cases I knew were utterly impossible to win, and I'd lose myself in them until I would find the one or two discrepancies that would force an acquittal or mistrial. Roger often had to remind me to eat and sleep. I miss him, too. He was a great man. Public Roger was a great man. That he was. Private Roger was another person entirely. 
Yeah, this is part of the grieving process. No. You're channeling your anger no, because it's no, easier to deal with it. No, not him. Look, Roger Dalcourt was my best friend since we met in college. I've had plenty of private moments with him. What you're saying is blatantly untrue. The only way you would have met Private Roger was to meet Roger's privates. He was different with women. Do you know the last thing he said to me? Adagio. It didn't make sense. I've been married to the man for 32 years and never knew he could speak a single word of Italian aside from the Olive Garden menu. Roger, why? You too. And so I looked it up. And that didn't make much more sense. Slowly. That's what the dictionary said. And on top of that, it's a music reference. What the hell did he know about music in Italian? The man taught geology in a state college. No, I love you. No, go to hell. Just slowly. What the hell am I supposed to do with that memory? I'm sure it didn't mean anything. (laughs) That's exactly what I was afraid of. That it meant nothing? That you would lie to me. What's this then, George? A flash drive? A flash drive with a password-protected file called Adagio. And what does this have to do with me? You were his best friend, his lawyer. I know you know the password. (laughs) So you're indicting me on a conspiracy then. You would have made a great attorney for the government. What is the password, George? Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. Melinda, you need to calm down. Put the gun away. No! You need to give me access. I don't know what you're talking about. Adagio. Put the drive into your laptop and show me the file. Melinda, I have... Unless you're getting up to get me a hard copy of that damn file, I suggest you sit the fuck down. Okay, okay. Can you please put the gun down? No, I don't think so. All right, could you at least not point it at my face? I'm sure you've heard the old adage that a tortured man will confess to anything. This type of duress is no different. For the love of God, George, let me see the file. What if I can't open it? Then this bullet will open you. (sighs) May I speak freely? You don't know what you're asking. Go home and live with your memories. Melinda, please, don't ask for this burden. If he didn't want me to be burdened, he would have hidden it better. But no, inside his desk drawer was an unsealed envelope with your name, George Hadley, on it in Roger's handwriting, plain as day. And that little treasure was sitting inside it. Now, I just want to know the wood my cross is made of. Even if I knew the password, I couldn't show you the file anyway, Melinda. I'm sorry. I'm legally bound. So you did know. And you would rather die and keep your precious integrity than to help your friend. I am helping you. (sighs) 
Was there anything else in the envelope? Instructions, perhaps? Just a note. From Donna. Oh, God. Yeah. That's how I felt, too. Here. Never forget the final movement of our symphony. Remember Adagio, Tiamo, Donna. How long have you known? About a month after Donna passed away. It's why I changed my practice from contract law to criminal law. I needed to lose myself in something with less black and white thinking. Criminal law has so many gray areas. Anyone can justify an action. It's all about perspective. You know, Roger and I went camping. Communing with nature would help me realize how small we were in the grand scheme of things, he said. I remember that. Yeah? Well, it didn't take long for me to realize the trip was more about his grief than mine. The night before we came home, he read me the poems. Poems? That's what Adagio is, a collection of poetry about my wife. He and Donna had been sleeping together before, before he introduced me to her. I just didn't know they never stopped. Poems. So, yes, Melinda, I knew the private Roger, too. I guess his greatest kindness was not wanting a adagio published until you were no longer with us. The firm signed a pretty airtight contract stating adagio would be withheld from publication until your death. I'm sorry, Melinda. I did my best to protect you from this. Donna Dalcourt. What? Donna Dalcourt. That's the password. The name he wanted her to have. Try it. Please, George. It works. Let me see. Look at all of them. Melinda, are you okay? I I didn't know what I was thinking when I shoved this gun into my purse. Until today, I didn't even remember where Roger kept it. Thank you for the coffee, George. It's always a pleasure. Melinda, please sit. Let's talk about this. No, no. There's no point in occupying your valuable time. That dead criminal boy's father needs you far more than I do. Never once did he write me so much as a letter much less a poem. I convinced myself through the years that he was just not that type of man. 
And there's nothing wrong with a man who offers practicality rather than romance. I was more than happy to accept Roger's romantic shortcomings. Some women get romance, others practicality. But it turns out I got the shell of a man who belonged to another man's wife. Keep the fucking poems. Are you sure? No one knows about it but Roger and me, and now you. (laughs) I could destroy the file and the contract. No one would know. Where's your precious integrity now, Mr. Hadley? No, George. What do I care what happens to the poems? You said it won't be published until I'm dead. I won't have to face any of our friends. I'll be spared that embarrassment, at least. What are you going to do? I'm going to go home and, of course, live forever, despite them both. Good night, George. What am I going to do with this? Fuck you, Roger. Your affair ends today. Melinda, hey, are you still in the building? Oh, okay, good. Look, I should have asked you this a long time ago. Would you allow me to buy you dinner tonight? No, I'm sorry, I'm not taking no for an answer after I just endured ten excruciating minutes with a gun pointed at my face. Surely you can endure an hour or two of good food and wine? No, not Italian. I know this charming French restaurant a a few blocks from here. Yes, just food and wine. We don't even have to talk. I just... I don't want to be alone right now. And you can leave your gun in the car, you dangerous woman. Meet me downstairs in the lobby, yeah? Our plays are produced by Bernadette Armstrong and recorded at Oak House Studio in Altadena, California. Mixed and designed by our talented sound engineer, David Peters. Sound effects and music are downloaded from Audio Jungle.